2: Hey everybody, I want to welcome, welcome you, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and today it's all about thriving. It's all about you. It's all about me. It's all about all of us. Uh, Connecting in a way that perhaps you never thought was possible. I know I'm very grateful for being able to connect with you guys each and every day, uh, now going on 10 years, and uh, as I've said before, as a matter of fact, talked about it yesterday, you're the best listeners on the planet, and I so appreciate all of you. Hello, Mr. Benny. How are you today? And I appreciate you as well. Doing well. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Happy day after.
3: (laughs) The day after the day after. The day after the day Mm -hmm.
2: after of the day after. Yeah. I I can't wait to hear what uh, uh, Michelle Bond says on her show about (laughs) some of the election results. Everybody get ready for that. Uh, And I'm going to be listening. We've got a great show for you today. And, you know, one of the things that I that I love is, you know, I get to talk with people that have said yes to a very special journey in life. You know, part of that journey has to do with how we step forward and say yes to helping other people. And that shows up in a lot of different ways. There's no really one way. There's no size one size fits all. But when we look at our life's path and what we're really being called to do, we get to say yes to the truth of who we are that shows up in the many, many different ways in life. And today I get to talk with my co-host today, uh, Victoria Cohen, about the courage to choose gratitude, no matter what. The other day, um, I was speaking with, and I can't remember who, and if you listen to the last hour, you know why I don't remember. Um, and I said that for me, gratitude was the gateway to heaven on earth. And you know, there's a lot that goes behind that. But one of the things that I've discovered, especially from from reading what uh, Victoria has written, is that, and I'll say it again, the courage to choose gratitude, the courage to choose gratitude. So today we get to have a conversation with her about, you know, what is that courage? Why is it so important? What is the gateway that does open for each of us when we make that decision? So we're going to talk about gratitude in a very interesting way. We also have two copies of her book, uh, uh, Soul Whispers, uh, to give away, and we'll tell you a lot about that. And also to mention, for those of you in the greater Seattle area, that uh, on November 14th, you'll have an opportunity to connect with Victoria directly uh, if you go to East West Bookshop and uh, have, uh, have time with her to explore the courage to choose gratitude no matter what. It's a lecture on Thursday. It's at 7, uh, seven o'clock, and that's going to be at East West Bookshop. Uh, In Seattle, we're going to tell you lots about that. Victoria is joining me here today as my co-host, as someone that has said yes to helping people at many, many levels in her life. I mean, being the co-author of the book Soul Whispers 3 is just one area. But every day in her life, she is either talking about ways to understand uh, the human psyche, understand from the body, mind, spiritual part of who we are here help us understand why the soul calls us in one direction or another. And whether that's teaching or working with individuals in her incredible psychotherapy uh, practice uh, now over 31 years, it is still in service of and in support of helping others. You know, this is really a time of enlightenment for all of us to make sure that we're out in the world as Victoria is, to enlighten, inspire, and elevate. Spirit of Others. Victoria, great to have you. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Pat. I'm grateful to be here. Um, I wanted to chat with you um, uh, about the title, The Courage to Choose Gratitude, because uh, I don't know that many people have really uh, related courage to choosing gratitude. And most of the time, you hear folks talk about gratitude as if it was second nature. And honestly, yeah. that's not been my journey or my experience. What have you discovered, uh, and 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 why does it take courage? It takes tremendous courage
4: because it isn't
2: second nature mm-hmm. for us to
4: just experience gratitude as our first go-to feeling in a situation, especially in a situation where we're in the middle of a crisis. And so I say it takes courage because it's really hard to do. Mm -hmm. And we have to stretch ourselves beyond our normal natural inclination to be grateful in the midst of adversity. It's really relatively easy to be grateful after a situation's over. We're out of the depths of the despair and the dark tunnel. And then we can look back and say, oh, I'm so grateful for the lessons I learned La-di-da. And that's wonderful to be grateful after the fact. But during the fact of a crisis or during adversity or hardship, to actually then be able to look at what the gifts are, to even consider that there are gifts in the middle of a crisis,
2: Mm -hmm. is pretty courageous to do. It is. Yes. Yeah, it is. Um, Because, you know, some people say it's counterintuitive. It is. Right? Yes. Uh, But, you know, if we choose gratitude, there are a lot of other things that won't be able to coexist with it, things that we don't want in our lives. Um, And so how do we do that? How do we go about choosing gratitude in the midst of, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly?
4: Well, I can tell you my personal story, an example of that. Mm -hmm. A few years ago, I bought a house. And I was really grateful for all the circumstances that kind of came together to allow me this unlikely opportunity to buy this house. Um, And I was really grateful for that all coming to fruition. But the first month I was in my house, I was miserable because of another set of situations that happened that unfolded unexpectedly that I just felt really, really unhappy about. And that was a rough way to start out home ownership. But in the middle of all that miserable month, I had somehow the ability to muster the courage mm-hmm. and the and the wisdom um, to at the end of every day, at night before I went to bed, I said, thank you for being. I said to the universe, I'm grateful for being a homeowner. I'm grateful for being a homeowner. It became my mantra for that moment. Right, right. I'm just grateful to be a homeowner. I'm not happy in this house yet, but at least I'm grateful to be a homeowner. And I just trusted that at some point something would shift, Mm. whether it's the external circumstances would shift or my internal experience of being in this house would shift, and actually both did. And I really feel like saying that every night finding something to be grateful for in the midst of adversity really helped create that shift into feeling happy, feeling truly grateful. And,
2: and now it's a blessing. You know, it's interesting because, um, you know, even if I can't really have something come to the forefront immediately, there's always one one or two things that are my go-to gratitude things. Mm. I mean, I have a best friend who's been my friend, best friend since 1973. Now, that is a long time. Oh, yes. That is a long time. And, you know, has seen me through the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we're best friends. And so... First and foremost, I get grateful about that every day, mm. every day. Mm-hmm. It's one of the easiest things that I've ever been able to do. Mm. And, you know, we get confused a little bit about what does it mean to be grateful? We think that there's some, like, external action that we need to take mm. about it. Now, maybe every once in a while it would be good mm-hmm. to say to your best friend, I really appreciate you mm-hmm. and I love you, Um But the courage part of this is to choose gratitude. I mean, there is a courageous part of that, Mm -hmm. to be grateful for that, Mm -hmm. because the other things that are showing up are very painful in the Mm -hmm. moment, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, they certainly can be. Mm -hmm. So
4: that is part of the courage, is gratitude is a choice. There's a distinction I make between feeling grateful Mm -hmm. and being grateful. Yep. We don't always feel grateful, especially in a crisis time or in a difficult struggle, but we can choose to be grateful. And maybe not for something in that situation, but like you're suggesting, Pat, being grateful for other things that are outside of that difficult situation in our lives at that moment. Like you might be going through something difficult, but you still can be grateful for your friend of all these years. We still can be grateful for external things that are going on in our lives that aren't part of the problem at the moment. Mm-hmm. And so we don't always feel grateful But we can it, about the situation at hand, but we can be grateful for other
2: things going on in our lives that are going well. Mm-hmm. And I think really you make a great distinction um, uh, of, of the two because um, we're not telling people to shut off. Uh, put on blinders for what's going on in their life. We're not saying that, not even close to saying that. And I think that's where people get confused about gratitude. They think, oh, wait a minute. Oh, you want me to switch from, oh, the loss of my loved one to gratitude? How do I even begin to do that? But that's not what you're saying. No, not at all. Mm -hmm. I think we do a great disservice to
4: people when they're going through a hard time and we say, oh, you should be grateful for all the things that are you know, you have in your life, and you should, you know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Right. Suck it up. Suck it up. Right. And, you know, what's the matter with you when you can't just be, you know, grateful for um, all the things you've got going and look at other people in the world. You have so much more than, you know, than they have. You should be grateful. How dare you be in anger and hurt and despair and loss right now? And I think that really does a great disservice to one's spirit and one's psyche.
2: Yeah, that's the last thing we want to do: is start to look at other people when they're in the middle of a crisis, right? In that conversation, when we do
4: comparisons, oh no, it doesn't work. Yeah, it it just makes us feel worse. Yeah. So instead, it means realizing you have the power to transform the obstacle before you into some kind of opportunity, or reframing the loss
2: or the difficult Mm -hmm. situation into some kind of potential gain. Well, let's talk about this in detail when we come back, because, you know, it is one of the most powerful, powerful uh, choices we can make in life. Absolutely. You know, we can choose to be grateful for just about anything that is in front of us on any given day. Exactly. uh, For those of you out there that are ready to have that courage to choose gratitude, this show is for you. We're also going to give a, co- a couple copies of the book that I mentioned earlier in the show, which I have right here Soul Whispers 3, Soul Wisdom for Living the Life of Your Dreams. Uh, and Victoria Cohen has a fabulous chapter in here, which we're going to talk about. And I'm going to give you a lot more information about our upcoming event. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show.
3: To China, to Colorado, some-
5: Dr. Thane and Dr. Beeson have lost their minds completely. Because they're giving away great prizes all week, many feel they've gone crazy at Wellness One of Bellevue. Visit Wellness One of Bellevue between November 4th and November 11th, and you'll be entered into a raffle for one of many great prizes. An iPad mini, Seahawks tickets or jersey, dinner at Daniel's, or six massages. They are simply saying thank you for trusting them. The raffle starts now, and you don't want to be left out. All the best wishes from Wellness One of Bellevue.
2: I love that, Benny. Great song to pick, The Good Life. Welcome, everyone. I want to welcome you back to The Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive by joining me here today, um, The Courage to Choose Gratitude No Matter What with my co-host, Victoria Cohen. Victoria, before we kind of jump in and really talk in in detail about the courage to choose gratitude and gratitude, the energy of it, what it means and how it helps us. Let's take a minute to talk about your upcoming event that you're going to be doing. Tell folks a bit about that. I know that it's going to be this Thursday for folks out there. Next Thursday. Next Thursday. That's what I meant. It's going to be <laughs> next Thursday. I can't even remember what week I'm in. It's Thursday, November 14th, for those of you listening. And uh, The Courage to Choose Gratitude, no matter what, it's going to be at East West Bookshop. So tell folks a bit about it.
4: It is going to be a fun event. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's going to talk more about what we're talking about now, except it's going to be, you know, um, with slides and music and all sorts of exper- oh, cool experiential kinds of opportunities for people. And it's really for people, um, especially folks who are struggling with finding the gifts in their current difficult mm. struggles in life. And so for those folks, when it really takes a lot of courage when you're in the middle of a difficult situation or stressed about something. Things aren't going your way. Um, It's really reinforcing the importance and the power of finding the gifts of a struggle during the struggle and how unseemingly possible that is, but it is possible. So I'm there to give courage, hope, Insight, information, inspiration to all of us. Even if you're not struggling with something right now, and right. you're grateful just to be alive and things are going well, right? Everybody could stand a big dose of gratitude, and how to even enhance it in your life.
2: You know, let's talk about this for for uh, you know for for a minute in terms of what that does. You know, when we step into that place of of being grateful. And and let's talk about it kind of, you know, you have stories about it, I have stories about it. But it creates some kind of shift, some kind of energy shift, some kind of emotional shift. You know, when we are in this place of resentment, mm. everything shuts down. Mm-hmm. Everything shuts down. Mm-hmm. And then you mentioned comparison. Mm. Now, resentment and comparison together. Deadly. Yes. Real, isn't I mean dangerous combination? Dangerous combination. Yes. Um, and yet we find that so easy to do sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In our lives. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about how gratitude moves that along, why it moves it along, and what some of the discoveries have been about that.
4: Well, neuroscience, which is very popular these days, and thank goodness, because yeah. it's so fascinating. Yeah. I could just eat it up, anything having to do with brain science. (laughs) Um, Brain science has shown us, especially in the last 10 years, that when we think grateful thoughts, this wonderful kind of happiness neurotransmitter called dopamine gets released in our brain instantly, instantly, not five minutes, not 10 minutes, not tomorrow, but right now. Dopamine rushes from our brain through our body and gives us the sense of well-being, And gives us a heightened ability to learn, to be creative, and to experience increased levels of physical vibrancy. And so it is amazing that when we think positively, we are 31%, according to the research, more productive than our brains are in a negative, neutral, or stressed out state. And that's pretty powerful. And that if we give ourselves 21 days of really practicing any form of gratitude, even if we just say thank you once a day for 21 days, we can rewire our brains to be more receptive to the positive Mm. and be more receptive to making gratitude a more natural part of our lives. It's
2: powerful. Well, Catherine Ponder once said, now Catherine Ponder, for those of you out there, that is not a name that you've heard recently, because many folks don't really understand her relationship to Unity Church. But if you pick up some of those old school ponder books, like the Dynamic Laws of Prosperity, right, you're going you're gonna to hear things like, resentment and gratitude cannot coexist. Exactly. Now try it, right? Mm-hmm. It's an interesting exercise, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then you find they can't. So what is it, Victoria, that stops us? from choosing gratitude over resentment or anger, you know, or the, the many, many other things. You know, let's talk about what we could uh, share with folks about how to make that choice, how to step forward and make that choice of gratitude, as opposed to choosing resentment, because mm-hmm. both are choices, right? Mm-hmm.
4: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It takes just as much effort to yeah. choose resentment or some form of negativity as it takes the effort to choose Mm -hmm. gratitude, same Mm -hmm. amount of effort. Mm -hmm. So you're saying, why would we choose anything else but gratitude when the effort is the same and the feeling is so much better when we choose gratitude than if we choose resentment and anger and hostility and all of that? So I think it's a matter of habit, that we have perhaps a habit of choosing the negative side of things Mm -hmm. or choosing to have a life perspective that life isn't fair, life doesn't, doesn't work for me, or I always get the short end of the stick, those kind of thoughts become habit only by repetition. Mm-hmm. It's not true. Those aren't true about anybody. Nobody really is destined to have a bad life. And to believe that we are is really not true. You might say well my experience bears that out. My life hasn't hasn't been great. But you can turn that
0: around.
5: Mm.
4: So it's a habit that by repeatedly saying negative things, it becomes seemingly easier just to stay on that kind of neuro pathway and mm-hmm. keep saying negative things.
2: Well, you and I know in, in the school of psychology, right? One of the most I think one of the most studied areas at least from where, you know, in cognitive psychology, You know, one of the most studied areas and one of the most controversial areas is the self-fulfilling prophecy research, right? Yes. Right? I mean, how many times do we have to study self-fulfilling prophecy, right, to really have it pan out that if you think you are not going to get that job, there's a high probability you won't? I mean, isn't that fascinating? We call it neuroscience now, but back in the day when they did that first study with kids, right? It was a study about what you believe you will conceive Mm -hmm. and you will receive. Yep. Is that what we're talking about here? It is.
4: We are so much more likely to manifest in our lives what we believe and what we say to ourselves is going to happen. We're really rehearsing by saying negative things the actual negative thing that we really don't want to have happen. But we're rehearsing it and making it more likely to happen. But we can do the same if we rehearse the positive And if we rehearse feeling grateful in advance for something even, imagine that. Saying I'm grateful for something that hasn't even happened yet is actually rehearsing and increasing the likelihood that that
2: grateful thing will happen. Mm -hmm. How radical is that? Well, it is radical, but I learned that the hard way. And what I mean by that is you're right. You know, there is a courage to choose gratitude. And I shared this the other day on air. You know, when I when I was talking about gratitude and how it showed up in my life, you know, all you have to do is be brought to your knees a few times in life and, you know, look at what your options are, which is, well, you know what? I can continue to choose whatever this is that I'm experiencing here. I'll choose something different. And I remember, um, you know, talking to my doctors about, you know, a condition that I had. And um, I had a friend in Minnesota that had the same condition. And she was on her way out here to, uh, pra- to, to go see Dr. Darvish. And she went to bed and didn't wake up. And that's the condition. Mm. And so I started to listen to, I don't know who did it. I think it was Joe Dispenza or one of those guys. And I started to go to bed at night. And I started to say, thank you so much for the amazing day I'm going to have tomorrow. Mm. And I have to tell you that I didn't believe it at first. Mm-hmm. But then it became a practice. Mm-hmm. And, and then you move to other things. So I wanted to uh, ask you about what does all of this do? What does gratitude do to help us from a body, mind, spirit point of view? I want to talk about that when we come back from break. But before we do, what's the best way for folks to find out about you? And then also when we come back, I'm going to give away a copy of the book. What's the best way for folks to find out more about you and Um, your work, and uh, how to contact you.
4: Great. Well, you can go to my website, um,
2: com. I love it. And we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about cultivating gratitude, how it strengthens who we are from not just a psychological point of view, but how it really strengthens us to really face whatever's going to come our way. And then I think also when I think about Victoria, how it strengthens us to then turn around and help others. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show.
0: Where do you desire to go in life? How do you plan to get there? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Your Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside you waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase on TransformationTalkRadio.com and discover how awakening to your inner voice transforms your life. Tune in each Wednesday at noon Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for the hit show, Out of the Fog with Karen and Hager spark your spirit and ignite your soul with spiritual conversation and enlightening guests that'll help catapult you into action you'll meet metaphysical movers and shakers and light workers guaranteed to raise your vibration karen's down to earth style and lively curiosity is what makes this show super special visit fogcitypsychic.com to find out more and to book your private intuitive reading today Transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio, that's my line. Non stop shows, 24 hours, 7 days. Positive Talk Radio is the new craze. Learn to live your life the best you can. All hosts of TTR will lend a hand. Transform, inspire, educate, create. Tune in now, our shows are actually really great. Tell your friends, your brother, dad, and mom to tune in at transformationtalkradio.com.
1: What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? BeingUclass.com.
5: Great
2: song. Yes, we love that, Mr. Benny. Great song. Nice. Who is that singing? Is that Fleetwood? Uh, Jefferson Mac? Starship. Oh, Jefferson. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Welcome back, everyone. For more information about us, go to the thedrpatshow.com or go to Transformation Talk Radio. And certainly for more information about Victoria, you can go to her website, victoriacohen.com. Um, what we're talking about today is the courage. And, and I think this is really an important word for, for us. Certainly, it took courage for me to move from where I was at different points in my life uh, to choose gratitude. It really did. And not just one time, but the practice of it, because, you know, part of this is being able to experience the emotion. So, you know, at night when I would go to bed and I would say, you know, thank you, God, in advance for the great day I'm going to have tomorrow. Underneath that emotionally is holy, you know what, there may not be a tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So what I want to be really clear about, and you've you said it brilliantly before, Is we're not saying that gratitude replaces emotions or feelings. Mm -mm. It doesn't. Mm -mm. You can choose, as you put it so brilliantly, you know, a a state of being. Now, before we continue to talk about some very, very important and juicy things, I'd like to open up the phone lines and give away the first copy of the book, Soul Whispers. Uh, Soul Wisdom for Living the Life of Your Dreams, Soul Whispers 3. And in this book you will be able to read for yourselves um, what Victoria has written about gratitude. 1-800-930-2819. We have toll-free number for you guys. First caller, 1-800-930-2819. And Mr. Benny is ready to you know, give you a copy of the book. Also, if you've got a question for uh, Victoria today and want to get some help, please feel free to let Benny know. 1-800-930-2819, a copy of the book. Um, I think we can all use a little bit more gratitude in our lives. You know, Victoria, one of the things that we're getting to here is the cultivating gratitude and strengthening uh, all of our uh, aspects of who we are, but especially the psychological immune system. First off, tell people what that is, right? Because I love that. I've never even seen that word before, psychological mm. immune system. But I get mm. it. I get it. Well, we know what our physical immune
4: system is like. You know, now we're the cold and flu season is coming upon us, and uh, so we know we want to boost our physical immune system in order to stay strong during the winter months and fend off all those little bugs that are, you know, out and about right now. Um, But the psychological, psychological immune system is about our well-being, our emotional well-being, and we want to strengthen our emotional well-being as well. And gratitude can actually help us do that in super fantastic ways Mm -hmm. it helps us cope during a crisis actually gratitude does and it helps us build our psychological immune system and when we do that we experience more joy more optimism in our lives more pleasure more enthusiasm and overall life satisfaction gratitude actually they've done research to show that it actually reduces anxiety and depression enhances our sleep, and lowers our blood pressure by an average of 7%. And it reduces the propensity to get sick. It strengthens our compassion, our altruism. It strengthens our parental ties with our children. It increases our work satisfaction. And people who are grateful for something at their job actually have shown To have 7% higher incomes on average than people who aren't grateful. How weird is that? I think that's so cool. And it strengthens our ability to be more connected to our communities. Mm -hmm. We're more likely to pay it forward to people who are less fortunate than us. And lastly, as we age, I thought this was so cool. Uh As we age... Our gratitude increases by 10% every 10 years. Why is that?
2: Why do we think that is?
4: As we slow down, as we go into our, you know, senior years, I think we slow down. And as we slow down our lives, we have more ability to appreciate things. We take things more gratefully. We Mm. appreciate things more. We simmer on things in terms of appreciation and so i think that increases our gratitude quotient if you will
2: as we get older. Mm. I i think that you know what you're talking about is is so interesting because as we get older, you know, there may be things in life's wisdom and experience that have caused some hardship on us. Mm-hmm. And so learning and understanding gratitude is so important and for those of you out there get to experience a little gratitude right now we've given away the first copy of the book we'd love to give you a second copy uh give away another copy of the book to the first caller that calls in benny is right there waiting for you so if you didn't get the book the first time here go ahead and give it another shot 1-800-930-2819 1-800-930-2819 mr benny is right there ready to chat with you um what is the significance of the psychological immune system? Let's talk about this for a minute, because I, I think that I don't know about you, but I went through a number of years in my life where I wasn't really happy. You know, there were a number of things that, you know, I thought were game changer for me, game changers for me when I was younger. But I think everyone has experienced either a breakup relationship or an illness or, hello, these past four years, some kind of financial challenges, right? What toll do those things take on our psychological immune system, and how does gratitude help boost that? Typically, when we go through those kind of losses, you know,
4: loss of a job, a company downsizes and we're eliminated, which is unfortunately happening all too often these days, or a doctor gives us bad news about our health, or a relationship ends, any number of things that could happen. Our first inclination is to obviously and understandably feel angry and sad and unfaired against and worried and, and consumed with the devastation of that. And that's all really, really natural and really normal And I tell my clients, lean into those feelings because it's really important to acknowledge them and to feel them. Gratitude is not about glossing over those feelings and saying, oh, I need to buck up, you know. I need to pass over those negative feelings. No, I, in fact, don't even call those negative feelings. I just call them feelings because we as humans have a whole range of feelings, and I believe all of them deserve to be given their due. And mm-hmm. felt mm-hmm. and so it it feels to me that gratitude is a really um important place to absolutely embrace during the time we're also going through those hard times, those hard feelings mm-hmm. um so that it can help us weather that storm, it can help us weather that storm, it helps balance our emotions, right. And it brings a newer, higher, more divine perspective onto the situation that at those low times we need desperately.
2: Mm. Well, let's talk about, you know, I, I mean, if you've ever been in a tough spot in your life and you've been able to have a moment to be grateful about something, you have an immediate, it, it's almost like you get an immediate B12 shot of juiciness, right? (laughs) Yes. You ever go to the doctor? uh I I love this. When you Uh go there and they're like, ah, you need a little energy. And they get a B12 shot, Uh right? Uh-huh. But it's it's really the, it's it's, it's a switch. See, there aren't many things, I think, in our metaphysical world, right, Victoria, that you and I experience and we think about. Many of the books have been written. There aren't very many things we could say, you know what? Gratitude is like flipping the switch for joy. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is. It is. And if we get that, we'll do that. But Mm -hmm. we do need a little help along the way. Mm -hmm. And so what are some of the questions that you ask yourself or would have people ask ask themselves? What have you learned about helping folks be able to flip that switch? Mm
4: -hmm. One of my favorite questions I ask my clients um, is what did you learn about yourself that this problem was perfect to teach you?
2: Say that again. That's a good one.
4: What did you learn about yourself that this problem was perfect to teach you? Oh, that's
2: a good one. Yeah. Wow.
4: Yeah, it's really mining... The, the growth and mining the lessons or even the gifts or the blessings from difficult situations. Mm-hmm. And even though that may be really hard to see at the time you're going through it, this is a reflective question. So you ask yourself this when you're out of the tunnel. You know, when the light has shown at the end of the tunnel. Not
2: when you're in the middle of the crisis. Right, right. Right,
4: right. right. But at the end of the tunnel and you're, you finally can exhale... The crisis is over. Then you look back and you ask yourself that question. Or what What are the spiritual takeaways right. um, that I've discovered from this crisis? What mm. has this taught me? And can I find ways to be thankful for what happened to me even though – I wasn't grateful at the time this happened.
2: And that's a really important point, because if we don't give ourselves the ability to move to a place of gratitude, even though we weren't. I mean, you know, I'm like everybody else. When I'm knee deep in the middle of something, believe me, I'm feeling it. I'm Uh feeling the loss. I'm feeling the resentment. But I'll tell you the difference between me you're looking at today and me you're looking at 20 years ago. I don't stay there as long because I know that if I stay in the moments of resentment or if I stay in the moment of jealousy or if I stay in the moment of, I don't know, there's a million of them, that moment then becomes an hour. That hour becomes a day. That day becomes a week. That week becomes a a month. That month becomes a year and that year becomes a decade. And believe me, I know what it's like to carry that stuff for a decade. Mm. It is toxic.
4: Yes, and that's the perfect word for it, Pat. It is toxic to simmer and stew in those resentments, in those past losses. It is so toxic. And that's why it's so important to make the shift.
2: I, I love this because now what I allow, we're going to take a short break, but here's, I, I, I want to get your take on this. You tell me if I'm okay in doing this little practice. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about a daily gratitude practice. You're going to share that with us. But here's a little something I've had to do with myself. I set a timer. If I'm having a moment of whatever it is, a little angst, a little resentment, a little whatever, uh, I used to call a little burr under my saddle, right? I set a 60-minute timer. <laughs> I really do. Fantastic. And 60 minutes. And I have to tell you, I'll tell you this when we come back, what happens when those of you guys out there, a 60-minute, 60, 60 that's one hour, a timer. From the minute that I get the, why didn't that happen, whatever that is. I write what it is down. I set it a 60 minute timer to allow myself 60 minutes to experience whatever that is. When we come back, I'm going to share what actually happens with that. It's really fascinating to me. And then, of course, I would love your intake on uh, whether or not that's okay to do. Oh, I'd love All it. All right, cool. Let's take a short break, everyone. Victoria Collins in the house. Thank you, guys. Both books are gone. We'll be right back with the show.
0: If you want to write a book, find your soulmate, change careers, Saskia helps her clients to reinvent their lives through her breakthrough program, Seven Gifts to Unlock Your Breakthrough
5: Miracle. The daily support, the guided meditation, the powerful exercises designed of the seven gifts to unlock your miracle to expand awareness, help me to consciously create the life I want for myself and my family.
0: You'll learn her proven secrets to unlock
5: your miracle in just
0: seven days.
5: Each day I look forward to discovering what new technique or tool Saskia will offer us in order to find our highest purpose. We don't stop there, though. It feels that daily I'm held accountable for my goals, my dreams, to live a healthy and happy life. Right now I have renewed energy to write my book, writing my first chapter after only five days in this program.
0: Visit BreakthroughMiracle.com to receive your free seven gifts to unlock your miracle or to schedule a free breakthrough session with Saskia Call 978-302-0861. That's 978-302-0861.
3: Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866 903 mind
0: Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com.
5: Get insider knowledge about everything that is going on at Transformation Talk Radio. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter. Stay updated on new hosts, inspiring guests, and good news articles from around the world. We look forward to having you join our community.
2: hey everybody welcome back welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by all right victoria cohen's in the house you know i want to make sure we get this in in this segment but i i shared with you a little thing that i do and that is when i have a little thing going on anger resentment and fear like i'm afraid of something right and that happens to me a lot I'm like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, I give myself an hour, 60 minutes, and I, and I will set my timer either in my phone or, you know, or I'll look at the clock and it's 1149 now and I'll know that at 1249 I need to be done with that. Something fascinating happens. But first, tell me what you think about that practice. I don't know that I would call that a spiritual practice.
4: Well, I think it can be mm-hmm. because anytime we let ourselves really be with how we feel, I think that can be a spiritual practice. Mm -hmm. And you're being with your resentment, your anger, and your fear. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth of how you feel in that moment. And so I think that can be a spiritual practice. So I actually recommend something similar to that to my clients. And I I call it indulging yourself. Give yourself permission to indulge that feeling in that moment, that Mm -hmm. anger, that resentment, that fear, that, you know, hurt. And I I do sometimes tell people to set oven timers, you know, or now smartphone timers. And for a particular chunk of time, whether it's 15 minutes or 20 minutes or an hour, and just go for it. You know, yell, scream, write, write no send letters to the people you're angry or hurt by. Um, just let yourself really feel that emotion. Give yourself permission to do that for that set period of time. So you're kind of cordoning off this time to let yourself just be with those feelings. Yeah. And I think that can really facilitate then, at the end of that chunk of time, moving into or shifting into a different place. Because allowing yourself to feel your feelings actually helps transform them. And,
2: you know, this isn't just about other people, but this is about ourselves, You know, I went through um, a point in time in my life where um, and and I write about this in my book where I looked at my life. I looked at what I needed to do to restore myself to health. And I knew that it would have to happen through natural medicine. Mm -hmm. You know, I knew that there was something that I needed to have that was going to. And so, you know, anybody that's anybody that knows that. If you're going to take on a life-saving journey with natural medicine, you better have a few dollars in your bank account. Nice. And I happen to have my savings plan for my corporate job. So that's what I use to literally you know, save myself from 2004 uh, to 2010, mm. uh, more or less. And you know, And then once you do that, you get to choose where you're going to go with that. A lot of times when we make decisions on our own behalf, we then start to feel guilty. Mm. True. Let's talk about guilt and gratitude. Because guilt is a strange bedfellow for a lot of things, Mm -hmm. right? I don't even put guilt and shame together. I just Mm -hmm. don't do it. Because I think guilt is something different. Mm -hmm. What's been your experience about guilt and where it takes people? Oh, gosh. That's one of those toxic
4: kinds of situations or can become one of those toxic situations where mm-hmm. we can hold guilt for a long long time and have regrets for a very long mm. time because guilt usually generates a lot of regrets yeah and then we lament over decisions we should have made could away could have made um, and so guilt can really weigh us down. It can be really big in dampening our spirits and it makes us hard to bridge the gap over to feeling grateful and seeing our lives in a, in a different way.
2: I think it is one of the, um, you know, I I have this idea of stuckness, Mm. you know, on a stuckness scale. Mm -hmm. This is just my own life. What are the things that have uh, gotten me stuck more often than not, and then have kept me stuck. And I think I'm really good at moving past. I mean, so let me share the story about the resentment part. When I set that timer, Usually about five minutes into really feeling the resentment, I'm, like, done with it. But Mm. I don't allow myself to be done with it. Mm. It's really fascinating. I don't even know why I do this. I don't know how I did this. But I I then find for the hour, right, that I'm trying to – I can't. I can't do it. I can't have – once I say this is what I'm holding on to here, I am not liking holding on to it, once I say it just the way you talked about – It is really hard to force myself into holding on to that. Mm -hmm. Good. Now, I'm not saying you pick up the phone and you call your friends and you start, you know, blah, blah, blah about it. But sit with yourself and it feels awful. Yes. Why would we want to do that? Well, because letting ourselves feel our feelings is
4: Mm -hmm. really important. It's Mm -hmm. part of being human. But like you say, if you actually give yourself permission and you carve out time to sit with those feelings that transforms them. It's when we deny or distract Mm. or try to stay busy to avoid Mm -hmm. sitting with those feelings that it actually
2: prolongs them. All right. What can you tell our listeners? What can they do to really beef up their spiritual practice around this? Because this is so, so important. It is.
4: One of the classic um, suggestions about how to begin to build a gratitude practice in your daily life so that it becomes a way of life Is a gratitude journal. And that doesn't have to be pages and pages every day. I say start small. Write one sentence every day, maybe at the end of every day. You write one sentence even about what you were grateful for about that day. And another thing that a friend and I have been doing for almost two years is at the end of every day, we exchange a gratitude email. Oh, that's cool. And she writes down the things she's grateful for about that day, and I return my email about the, the things I'm grateful for Do about that you have a gratitude buddy? Yes. Wow. We are gratitude buddies, indeed. And almost two years we've been doing this, and it is a feel-good moment to end mm-hmm. the day with. I just love doing it. Another thing we can do is write a gratitude letter to someone who we feel, past or present, that we have not adequately thanked or shown appreciation to. Okay. And if they're still alive, and if we can actually deliver that letter and read it to them out loud in person, it is a powerful moment for Mm. both of you. So that can be exciting. Also, I love the idea of potlucks, And I suggest holding a gratitude potluck. That's cool. Now, Thanksgiving is coming soon, and that might be a potluck gathering for people anyway. But even if you don't do it around Thanksgiving, any time of year, hold a gratitude potluck and bring together the people in your lives that you appreciate for various reasons. And then as they're all sitting around the table eating this wonderful feast Mm. that everybody has brought— That you go around one by one and publicly thank Mm -hmm. each person at the table and show why you're appreciative of what they may have done, given you, uh, said to make you feel grateful for them Mm -hmm. in your lives. Mm -hmm. So that's a real celebration of gratitude with uh, family and friends. Also, I think it's really important to teach your children about gratitude because at the end of every day, if you've got children ask them what good things happened for them that day and frame it in the form of what are you grateful for. Mm. And it teaches children at a very young age the whole mindset about gratitude so Mm -hmm. that when they get older, it's not this foreign concept.
2: Mm -hmm. It becomes a way of life for them early on. I love it. Thank you, Victoria, for a great show. Thank you. Thank Um, you. And I think we have the basis for our next conversation. That's going to be fun as well. Uh, for those of you that would love to connect with Victoria directly, go to our website, victoriacohen.com. dot com. Don't forget to check her out. Um she's going you're gonna be doing the workshop. Yes, I'm uh, doing a workshop at East West Bookshop here in Seattle. It's called the Courage On the fourteenth. Yes,
4: yep. November fourteenth. It's a Thursday night next week. From 7 to 8.30,
2: and it's called The Courage to Choose Gratitude No Matter What. I love it. Thank you for joining me here today. Thank you, Pat. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in, turning us on, and I want to thank you for being the best listeners on the planet. It is such an amazing journey that I get to connect with each and every one of you on the many days that I do each week. You are so very, very special. Please remember that. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show.
3: What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in to the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern for The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile Radio to Thrive By
2: Tune in each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time for Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio to Limelight Radio with Katina Macris this is an inspirational, cutting-edge radio show educating worldwide listeners on a diversity of Lyme disease-related topics. Each week, Katina will interview some of the world's leaders in health, wellness, spirituality, and human potential. For more information, visit lymelightradio.com.
3: The Tick-Borne Disease Alliance (TBDA) has just launched "Bite Back for a Cure," a new national grassroots campaign to build support for the fight. Against tick borne diseases. This fall, 24 year old John Donnelly is biking across America to meet others affected by tick borne diseases and raise awareness about the national tick borne disease epidemic. TBDA wants you to get involved in the campaign and follow John's journey. To learn more, visit bitebackforacure.org.
0: Having trouble keeping up with the accelerated life altering changes occurring on the planet? The Quantum Vortex is the brainchild of Meg Benedicte, a pioneer in quantum healing and energetic activations. weaving together ancient spiritual knowledge, quantum physics, and vibrational healing, Meg Benedicte is accelerating change at the cellular level. For more details on private sessions, meditation CDs, downloads, and teleseminars, visit newearthcentral.com.